We're still in Simen Tovmim Chesen Hilchas Pesach Siv Gimel. We'll be doing another segment of that today. So right now we're in the middle of the halacha of the sale of chametz, where chametz she'overlav Pesach is osur b'hano. Um, if you possessed chametz over Pesach, or any Jew possessed chametz over Pesach, he's over on Balyaro Val and after Pesach, Chazal gave a knas. One cannot benefit from that chametz, but it was sold, or if it was sold before Pesach, then it is mutter. So we're still in the discussion um, of the uh, of, of this sale. Um, now the uh, the mechaber here continues. The condition is that it is either a complete matona, you're giving it as a gift without any conditions, bali shum tnai, without any conditions whatsoever, oshim karenalo mechira gamura bedover muit, or you're selling, you're selling it to him for a token amount of money, or we had another option which is that you can sell it to him for its value, except that you don't yet know the value, so what you say is I'm allowing you to take possession of it now, you'll pay me a, s- a small amount now, and eventually we will evaluate how much you owe me in complete. Now, um, first of all, if the non-Jew refuses to return it after Pesach, he doesn't want to sell it back to you, you cannot go and take him to court, because this was a complete sale. Um, otherwise, what you're declaring is that the whole thing was uh, was some kind of technicality, but you never really meant it. So that after Pesach, you could not go and sue him to sell it back to you. Um, whereas, what happens if you did a sale where he gave part of the money, and you made up that after Pesach you'd evaluate its full its full price, and um, he refuses to pay the the balance? So there, of course, you can you can go and and uh, take him to court. Um, furthermore, even though the non-Jew is not committed to selling it back to you after Pesach, uh, and you can't enforce that. Another Jew is not allowed to buy it from him, meaning it's understood that you want him to sell it back to you, and it's wrong for another Jew to go and buy it back from him. What happens if another Jew went ahead and paid this non-Jew a lot of money to buy it back? The halachi is the original owner has the right to demand it from this Jew and will only have to pay him um, the uh, the amount that it's really worth and not the large amount of money that this other Jew did pay him. Now, um, in terms of uh, making the Kenyan, so uh, first of all, you can you can uh, actually make the Kenyan by way of a Shaliach. You can appoint a Shaliach, um, and that Shaliach includes one's wife as well, but not a non-Jewish Shaliach, because there is no Parsha of Shaliachs for non-Jews. So, um, furthermore, the non-Jew himself, the buyer, has to in person acquire it because non-Jews do not have the parasha of shlichus. Um, now the the Bir Alacha brings down that the, the Magen Avram is the one that paskins this way that there is no such thing as shlichus to a non-Jew, even one non-Jew uh, who is acting on the orders of another non-Jew. We do not attribute the act to the original one. Um, although the Shach brings other opinions in Choshen Mishpat, the Mishnah is following the Magen Avram. Um, the, there's a Bir Alacha who brings down a Chiddush of the Machne Ephraim. He says that the only time that you need Shlichus is where there's a need for the, the buyer, say, or the, the for the buyer to do an act of acquisition personally. And there, if he can't do it personally, he has to appoint a Shliach. If he is a non-Jew, he does not have the option of appointing a Shliach. He says in the case of Kenyan Kesef, when you're, the acquisition that is taking place by way of money, 
Um, here, it is not an, a physical act that is causing the kinyan to take place. What causes the acquisition is the transfer of money. Therefore, um, if, a, if you send money through a non-Jew to a non-Jew, he says that, you, that the, um, the kinyan will take place. Or, for example, if the non-Jew sends money, in this case you're selling, so if a non-Jew will send money to you for the sake of acquiring um, your property for another non-Jew, the halach is that it will work. Um, however, the Mishnabur, the Bir Halacha, brings from the Rivash where it's mashman, not like this. Okay, so the halacha is that you have to make sure that he was conant with a Kenyan gummer. What exactly is this Kenyan? Uh, first of all, the Iker Kenyan is Hagba, he has to physically lift it. Something that is impossible um, to lift, Meshicha, simply pulling it, schlepping it, that is good enough. Um, uh, and uh, that's a good Kenyan. Now, the Mishnabrur mentions the uh, the various Kenyanim um, that are available. And here he goes to the Shita Sarishon. And Rashi Shita is that Ananji was Kona with Kesef. The Rabbi Nutam learns Meshicha or Hagbaha. That means the Kenyan is to lift it or to schlep it, depending on how heavy it is. And the Ikar Adin seems to be like Rabbi Nutam. However, um, when you're dealing with a large amount of chametz and the non-Jew is not taking physical possession of it, he's just acquiring it, the question is what kind of Kenyan will work. So according to Rashi, Kesef would be ideal. But according to Rabbi Nutam, Kesef doesn't work, and we're choshish for that. So what do we do? We try several other Kenyanim as well. We, and we, what we do is we do several different uh, different Kenyanim. First of all, we do a Kenyan Agav Metaltalin. We actually give him something that, that he acquires physically, and we say Agav, together with that, um, you should be Kona this, because some hold that Agav works with uh, with a non-Jew. Another one is Kenyan Chatzar, which means you sell him a piece of your property, and then since the Chametz is in the property, um, his Chatzar, his property, is Kona for him. Another one is Kenyan Chalipin, which means that the non-Jew gives you a handkerchief in return for which he is acquiring your chametz. The ideal is still um, hagba together with or, or Meshicha, depending on how heavy it is. And to be choshish for Rashi Shita, that Meshicha and hagba don't work when it comes to a non-Jew, you should also give Kesef. So Kesef and Meshicha is ideal. Certainly Meshicha, if you, if you can't give Kesef, or so if the non-Jew won't give Kesef, Meshicha, because the Ikra Adin is like Rabbeinu Tam. Um, whereas, Bidyeved, we will rely on any of the other Kinyanim that were mentioned. Since Chametz Avalava Pesach is, uh, is a Drabonon, and you show that you didn't want this Chametz um, over Pesach, so Bidyeved, we are Somach on that. Now, if you have Chametz in your, in, in, uh, in your friend's property, you have to let him know that you want him to sell it for you. Um, this is an important thing where people leave chametz in other people's homes. They either have to sell it, uh, they either sell it themselves, or they have to let the person know that he should sell it. What happens if you give a non-Jew chametz um, before Pesach with the condition that after Pesach he will pay you back with other chametz? The halach is that that too is permissible. It's only if I give it to him with the condition that he gives it back to me afterwards, that would not be good. But if I give it to him with the condition that he gives me back other chametz, there is no way that I would have any, uh, that I have any, any connection to that chametz. Now, the halachi is that after Pesach, if I want to take the chametz back from the non-Jew, since I sold it to him with the Kenyan gummer, the halachi is that after Pesach, I have to go and acquire it back. Um, so I have to make a Kenyan on it. 
Um, now, if if it's in my property or the property that becomes mine after Pesach, I can be cornered with Kinyan Chatzah. Now, um, what happens if if you give money and you take the star? So the halacha generally is that a Jew from a non-Jew is not kona karka with kesef alone. Um, whereas if you give him money after Pesach and also take back the document, so there we say that according to everybody, it is a good enough kinyan. So for a non-Jew to acquire the property, it would be with with uh, with kesef or star. For a Jew to acquire the property from a non-Jew, kesef alone may not do it. But if you also take the star, the initial star back from him. There are the Mishnabura Paskins, it'll work. So all in all, when you're selling your chametz to a non-Jew, and when Rabbanim sell the chametz for people to non-Jews, um, what they do is, they do many kinyanim. Um, it seems like no Rishon, no two Rishonim seem to agree on all, on all the kinyanim. There's no kinyan that works according to everybody. The Iker Adin is like Rabbeinu Tam, that it is Hagboha or Mashiach if it's too heavy. Um, Rashi sheet is that it's Kesef. We try to do both of those. Where we cannot do Mashiach and Hagbah because there's too much chametz uh, and the acquisition is being done without, without an actual handing over of the chametz, we do Kesef together with Agav and Chotzer and Chalipin.